This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim, Pastor Michael, and Pastor Craig in the studio today. We've been answering questions in the spiritual realm and on spiritual warfare. So, Pastor Michael, what are our questions for today? We got some doozies here. Uh, I want to go to one about parents. Parents dealing with the abundance of evil entering their homes in the form of entertainment. Let's just talk about counsel um, because um, we've talked about Satan disguising himself as an angel of light, primarily through people and through ideas. Um, and so ideas are constantly being thrust into our children's minds through the pop culture machine. And they're watching kids shows and science shows. And these narratives are being sure. formed for them about the age of the earth and who God is and all this other stuff. And uh, so I'm raising little kids right now. Um, your kids are a bit older. Yours, Mine are out of the house. Yours are now working on grandkids. They're going to get grandkids. So you're basically going back to the little kid. Now you got to figure out in your home, though, how do you let them engage your television, your technology, sure. et cetera. Um, so just kind of what are some practical pieces of advice? Because we are responsible for the spiritual protection of our children, particularly as it pertains to, we'll say, evil entertainment. For how, sure. How do we do this? Definitely filter all media that's coming into your home, whether it's by video, whether it's by uh, audio, we have to filter it through the word of God. And we have to ask ourselves, is this going to help this child become more like Jesus? Is it going to help them understand a biblical worldview or is it going to sway them in a direction that's contrary to that? Yep. That's good. Some entertainment is just benign. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Totally. And and understand as parents mm-hmm. that Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yeah, that's just right. Benign. Benign. It's just no big you're going to have you're going to have all of these different venues where Satan's going to get in, and and these are subtle messages through yeah. everything. I mean, there was this there was a show that my kids were watching when they were really young about socks, and there was a sock store, and all these socks were different colors, and so the kids could wear socks of different colors, and and it was good. It that's was demonic because <laughs> <laughs> you don't wear socks. The yeah. under, the underlying agenda to that was uh, that. There are the, 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 any there, socks can be paired with each other. Exactly. There are no rules for socks. Exactly. I'm not even kidding. I'm actually thinking to myself. That's yeah. exactly what it was. Subtle ways to implant false ideology yep. about. And we, know. we as parents, need to be aware of that. I mean, it's a nice, nice little story, but mm-hmm. but if you take that and run with that, or or a teacher takes that and runs with it, you can get into a lot of things that would disagree with scripture. I'll give you two things in our home. Number number one would be because I can't put them in a position where they're going to avoid all false ideas. We cannot remove them from this threat. So what we have to do is intentionally and proactively build a biblical worldview um, that is able to address every single issue that comes their way. So in our home, Mm -hmm. we deal with sexuality explicitly. We tell them what's happening in the world because Mm. they're not dumb. They're hearing it everywhere. We tell them what's going on with gender. We tell them what's going on with marriage. Mm -hmm. And these are direct conversations. We've talked about substances and drugs um, in ways that are appropriate for them. But my daughter and I just had, you know, a 20 minute discussion about why people smoke cigarettes, what they do, what they make you feel like she's eight years old, mm. just turned eight. And so, I mean, that is a huge one. So we are intentionally going after every single subject. And I, that and we I think can. that's the key that we have to be intentional a, mm. as followers of Jesus, as those, uh, as parents that are responsible for our children and for what comes before them. And again, we know we can't uh, isolate them and insulate them from everything. Nor should we. Mm-hmm. We should use those opportunities to address from a biblical worldview and help them develop yep. 
a Christianity that makes sense in the world that they're in. Yep. And I really struggle with parents, and I'm thankful that I'm hearing less and less of this, but we just want our children to make up their own mind. And what, that the dumbest t- thing you what it say. typically means is yeah. we're going to let the world influence our kids and we're not going to have any say in it. Yep. And that is the worst thing that we can do. My kids don't know how to make up their own mind. No, they, need they don't. to be trained and given a worldview that helps them filter life so they can. Right. So the first thing we do is we intentionally develop a biblical worldview. We address issues. And the second thing is, and if this is the only win of the podcast for this year, praise God, we do not buy the lie that it's my kid's device and I'm not allowed to touch it. If they're in my home, you're going to be 18. I don't care if you're in my home. I have access to all of your devices. Oh, so Mm -hmm. true. There is no privacy period. And so we're starting that now because at one, at one, the first iPhone came out and my daughter could navigate. She could pull up videos on YouTube. Like she's eight now. This is so intuitive for her. And uh, I'm having to make sure that I am, up to speed. I know how to handle tech really, really, really well. So I can be as fast as she is and mm-hmm. smarter than she is in a digital realm. And um, so we just don't buy into the lie. So I want to keep going more to oh, come here. Can I just yep. say one yeah, more? Craig, jumping. Uh, no, uh, just a, kidding. A key word for this is discernment. Yep. Our job as parents is not to tell our kids what to think. Would help our, them to come up. Our with job their... is to help them come up with how to think yeah. by giving them the tools they need to so think. So true. So discernment is very, very key because, quite frankly, the things that they struggle with today are going to be a whole lot different from the things they struggle with ten years from today. So if you give them the discernment abilities now, they're going to be able to work that all the way through their lives. Right. All right. Next question. This is a, a deep theological question. It's talking about the fall of Satan and um, what? Where did the sin? come from um was if it wasn't inside of him um was it from god i mean how does a sinless being in a sinless world come up with the idea of sin because this is you know the origin if you will of the entire demonic war going on here um so where did this sin come from This is an interesting one because theologians will disagree on this. And if you look at the two passages of Scripture, I think one's in Daniel, one's in Ezekiel. Ezekiel, um, You read uh, how Satan fell from heaven with this legion of angels, and and that was taken and made even bigger by Dante's Inferno and that kind of idea. Which is biblical, right? Right, right. (laughs) Oh, no, it's not. Okay, good. So we understand, and and we have uh, taken this almost as truth, but if you look at those passages of Scripture, each one is talking about a king, a king on the earth. One Mm -hmm. is the king of Tyre, the other is the king of Babylon. And these kings have have lived out the uh, deception of the devil. They've called themselves God. They've made themselves want to be God. Mm-hmm. And so we've developed a whole theology out of that. And then we go to the New Testament where Jesus is talking about, I saw Satan fall from heaven with, with uh, the angels and that kind of thing, which could be an, an apocalyptic thing or it could be a, a past event. So it's a difficult one to develop a theology on because we're not given chronological map if there was a rebellion in heaven led by Satan, who would have had to have a will, which yep. means somehow he would have been an image of God, uh, have an image of a God capabilities in some way, but angels are not created in the image of God. And no, so, no. Was that My taken dog away had a from will, him? and it was not made in the image of God. Yes. <laughs> but that will... <laughs> That's lovely. But that will did not have the ability to contradict what that dog was made for. Correct. This will had the ability to contradict what angels are made. Angels are messengers is what their name means. That's right. He had the ability to contradict the very essence of who he was. I think with image of God, you cannot separate the physical. If you don't have the physical, the image of God is not fully capable. Right. I would agree. Because it's a... 
an image, which is physical. Right. Mm. Right. Yeah, good. All right. Good. Awesome. So did we answer the question? I have no I, idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to twist it a little bit more and oh, let me dear. take this a little different direction. This is how I've heard it. If God created Satan and Satan is evil and Satan and his demons are all evil, does that make God the creator of evil? Oh, goodness. Well, the answer is no, but then where where did it come from is the philosophical question. And I think that's where this person is going with this yeah. question. Mm-hmm. They're asking, hey, if, if Satan fell and God knew that he was going to fall, then why did he allow this to happen? Mm-hmm. Which we answered in yesterday's podcast. That's so right. we're going to defer, I think, our audience back to that one. And if the question is... Where did the evil come from? Well, we're just going to have to say, we don't know. But if we watch the event, we would go, oh, that makes sense. Right. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So generational curses, are they real? And uh, do they still impact the life of a believer? If so, how do we combat them? Generational curses are real. And the reason I say that is because in the Old Testament, the sins of the father are referred to, passed on to the children. Now, just because they're real doesn't mean that they are inevitable. And it doesn't mean that they cannot be overcome by God's grace. So does that mean they pass on like God's like, oh, you did that and I'm going to force your kids to do that? No. Or is it done by modeling? Exactly. Okay, it's, good. it's modeling. It's it's kind of, um, and statistics back this up. And yep. it's so, it breaks you're my heart drunk, to even. Your kids will be likely oh, a drunk. I hate even saying that because it goes on and so, on and on. So futile. Right. Um, but because that kid doesn't need to be a drunk and yep. that kid doesn't need to. They can make their own choice. Beating his And some kids wife. without Christ do stop that. Yeah. So oh we have goodness. to give that, you know, I mean, the kids who are in yeah. divorced families have like more likelihood to be divorced later yep. on. But you don't want to say that because it takes away from the grace of God, because the grace yeah. of God overcomes any curse oh, or yes. anything we see That's modeled right. at home. All of us in this room have seen kids that have come out of difficult circumstances, but God has, has shown his light into that darkness and pulled those kids out of there and made them into wonderful trophies of grace. And that's what God does best. He takes what's broken and makes it whole again. And the reality is that the sin, the choices that our parents, grandparents have made are going to have an effect on the the following generations. But the grace of God is greater than that. Absolutely. So the next question is, how can we tell if someone is possessed by a demon? And we're not going to answer this one because- We basically did. did. The first question on Monday was a question about mental illnesses and demons. Forget about the mental illness part. Um, Tim gave, uh, I think, six really genius Mm. descriptions of of how do you discern if there is some kind of demonic possession in Mm. someone. So we'll go to the next question. Again, go back to Monday of this week, the first question on that podcast. Um, Someone else asked, I heard um, live at the Q&A. That you said a house could be haunted and that there's no such thing as ghosts, which mm-hmm. I can understand if you're in there, that feels like a contradiction. Mm-hmm. Um, that is that human spirits roaming the earth do not exist. That's what a ghost mm-hmm. would be. So if a house is haunted, then what's going on and how as a Christian should I respond? So like, yeah, there, it feels like, I mean, the narrative that some people tell themselves mm-hmm. is that this house has ghosts, but we don't believe in ghosts mm-hmm. and yet the house can be haunted. Yeah, we, we need to find a ghost is not a deceased individual human Mm-mm. Mm-mm. that's roaming this earth because mm-hmm. we said in the pod uh, in the q a today in our in our sermon that a, that people have when humans die they they're going to two places they're either going to heaven or they're going to go to hell yep they're not going to be in limbo on this earth Correct. there's no category in scripture where it says if you have some peace 
to make on the earth before yep. you Not at all. go to the eternal right. resting place. You have time to do it's that. It's appointed that man die once and then face judgment. That's period. it. Yeah, that's, that's the scripture. So if you're yep. seeing ghosts or if you're experiencing this, this was a question that I got actually in the service right. today. If you're seeing ghosts or you're ex, or on Sunday, if you're seeing ghosts or experiencing haunted house, then then or a haunted area, then that's likely demonic influence. And because it's not human influence. Yeah, I think people get lost in the word haunted. And um, so like, ooh, it's a haunted house, right? Mm-hmm. Well, way more petrifying than seeing a dead person mm-hmm. would be seeing a demon. Mm-hmm. Let's just mm-hmm. be straight, okay? Yeah. And uh, and so actually, when, when the question is asked, can houses be haunted? We're elevating the definition of haunted from just like, the perception of, of a dead person to mm-hmm. an actual demon. We're yeah. saying, yes, there are demon actual demonic forces. And again, I think for most people, would you rather be in a house with, if with ghosts or demons, uh, if uh ghosts yeah. were real, then give me ghosts. Yeah. Any day, right. Yeah. Right. Know, just spirit beings that can have barely any like yeah. effect on the current reality, whatever philosophy of ghosts people think of. So, but, uh, so yeah, when we're saying the word haunted, we, we do not mean, um, people living in the in-between trying to make peace in the earth and roaming around. They're dead. They're either in heaven, they're in hell. Man dies, faces judgment, no in-between. And uh, the haunted means that there are, we, we use it to apply and say there can be demonic forces working um, proactively in a home. Agreed? Mm-hmm. Agreed. Same page. We're all agree. Awesome, man. This is fun. All right, let's end this episode and we're going to come back tomorrow with our final questions and uh can you prove that a spiritual realm exists? Um, are Christians supposed to engage the spirit world? Do we have the authority to rebuke the devil? That's a good that's one. A good one. Mm, that's what good should one. I do when I see others invoking the spiritual realm? Here's one. What is the spirit to, spir, spir, spiritualist church? <laughs> Say that six times. We studied it on Wikipedia, so we'll give you the Wikipedia answer on that one. But listeners, uh, love you. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.